Mike Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 182 of the KISS FAQ podcast. I'm Julian Gill, your host and admin on the FAQ message board. And it's only two of us today, so 69th Blizzard Ken, the voice of reason. Hey, hey. Good to see you. Uh, Let's go through uh, a little bit of the bits and pieces that are floating out in the KISS world uh, at the moment. Obviously, most important to me is yesterday I got the second printing in of the Gene Simmons Mm -hmm. Vault supplement that then proceeded to sell out in three hours. So, uh, holy shit, thank you very much. Thank Amazing. you know, thank you to everyone for their interest. Thank you to Three Sides for mentioning mentioning it on their previous episode. Uh, the people who shared the posts on Facebook and elsewhere, you know, the the interest is absolutely staggering. I, I spent you know several hours packing up all those things, and then I found I'd put five off to the side, and uh, you know, there's already pre-orders going for another one. So five lucky people who who think they're going to be waiting two weeks for their copy are going to get theirs. So. Um, I'm I'm absolutely stunned at the response to that. You know, nice. it's it's very cool that just a little, uh, little bit of work like that can uh, resonate, and hopefully people enjoy it when it uh, comes out. So again, thank everyone yeah. for their support of the project. It is appreciated. Um, what else? Vault events this weekend. Gene has two. Where are they? I gotta look at my digital copy of that. Atlanta and Charlotte. So those are coming up. I did hear that. I think New Orleans well, for might uh, be canceled. Might yeah. be canceled. So. Uh, that is a shame for people who had maybe uh, done that and have to wait and see or hear what happens with it. Um, for my show and tell, it kind of leads into the next news item. So I'm going to do one of my, my items mm. that came in this week. And it is, of course, the stunning Rockologist uh, nice. edition of Ace Frehley's Origins Volume 1. What they've done is, uh, obviously, the other vinyl releases, I think the original one had a white border, the FYE had a black border around it. They've done a gatefold silver um, border around the LP with a OB for the Deluxe Edition, which is, of course, signed by Ace. My copy is currently listed up on eBay as a oh. a benefit for the Rock and Pod Expo 2018, which we'll talk a little bit about as well in a minute. Uh, so get my copy and I'll donate all the net proceeds of that to the Rock and Pod Expo to help with that uh, expo to take place. So, Rockologists, freaking unbelievable blue starburst vinyl. Um, sig- uh, COA for our authenticity for the signing of it, which is obviously a legitimate signature. Yeah. The quality of the product is outstanding. E1, of course, I think uh, does the pressings on that, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's very nice how they've put it together. And even better is E1's doing a 12-inch single of Bronx Boy uh, with some you know B-sides and stuff on it. Um, I can't remember all the tracks. I think it had a remix of... Ah, shit. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, the Rockologist is going to be doing a special edition of that one as well, which... You know, it's just amazing what Tom and Jason, you know, are doing with the Rockologists. So, you know, props to yeah. them. Um, very happy with my first purchase of theirs. I skipped the BK3. So, uh, and of course, I won't have this in my hands long with it going up on eBay. But uh, very nice to see, if at least briefly. Comes with a poster too. Had to open it up to uh, find that out. Yeah. So, uh, one of my other purchases that came in this week. <laughs> ah, yes, that's nice. No, it's not. It's not the one everyone would want it to be. It is uh, what? just the regular Burns Media Show, Volume 7. Uh, yeah, Volume 7. So It was recorded around August 1976, and it's got Larry Harris on it talking about Kiss and Destroyer and the success of the album without singles, um, and a oh. lot of industry stuff about AM versus FM. Um, another Casablanca act, which most people should know of, the band or the group with no name, is uh, interviewed briefly and talk about their formation. And of course, Katie Siegel or Seagal, uh, from Married with Children, was a vocalist of that band and right. did uh, vocals on a lot of Gene's demos, which are on the Gene Simmons Vault.com. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, it, it's not just industry. There's a few Casablanca things. There's ABBA talking about their name and how ABBA was basically just a brand of herring in Sweden before they became famous. You know, so if you're into 70s music and pop culture and industry, it's a very interesting listen. That's up on the Kiss FQ YouTube page for you to listen to without the music. I did edit out Gina Vanelli and all the ABBA songs and some of the other shit, which <laughs> I, I still got popped for copyright as, as always happens. So uh-huh. kind of neat. And everyone said, well, you know, we were hoping it was the 76 radio show. I can't share that. You just have to put up with that crappy quality one. If I ever do find that uh, rock and roll over radio special, I will share it the moment I have it, but I have to have ripped it from my own vinyl. So uh, there you go. What have you added to your collection this week? Cause that turned into a monologue. Yeah, yeah. Well, this week, um, and I, I put it on uh, Facebook too, but uh, this week uh, I decided, and it was, you know, the reduced price, so I, that's when I got it. Um, but it, it's a poster, uh, the actual poster, it's, you know, pretty heavyweight kind of cardboardish poster of the Kiss Wasp show in at the cow palace in san francisco back in the 80s um that i went to oh cool um so i have the ticket stub still for it too so i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna frame it up and uh, put it on the wall so, the other one i have on my wall is the one from the reunion tour um but uh, i saw this i thought oh yeah that, i remember the show that was a great show and uh i was there so I'm going to put it up. Nice. Those sorts of additions are really fun to, you know, to add into one's collection, especially when you've been to the show, which, which kind of brings me to something yes. that I was going to ask or, or talk about a little bit later. I'm currently working on a second edition of uh, my Def Leppard book leopard tracks uh because it got savaged so badly um the first edition and it's the 40th anniversary of the band you know this year i i figured it was time to get that second edition knocked into shape as i'd continue to do work on that obviously like i do everything else now blackfoot i've been listening to a lot this week oh really yeah so did you go to any of the blackfoot shows in 81 i saw i saw blackfoot one time live and it was at the Oakland Auditorium Arena, uh, which is now called the Henry J. Kaiser right. Convention Center. And they were the headliner, and opening for them was That's... Def Leppard. Exactly. So... And uh, that was a <laughs> that was a great show. And I love Blackfoot. I mean, you know that. Um, they're just one of my favorite bands. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a great show. And Def Leppard... I knew who they were because I had heard, heard High and Dry um, not that much longer, maybe a few months before uh, that. And, oh, man, I was like, I was like this is going to be a great concert. <laughs> you know? What what a combination those two were. I mean, I went in and started watching, you know, some of the videos from 81, 82, the Marauder Tour. Um, you know, Marauder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they did the radio show uh, that they recorded at the Cleveland Public Hall in late September. Mm-hmm. That came out in November. I think there's a, a TV concert as well that was filmed there at the same time as the, the radio show. You know, what a great live band. I mean, they're a bit heavier than oh, yeah. Skinnerd, uh, but they're still very, oh, yeah, they're you know, with, with Ricky's yeah. history with the band. I mean, it's clear <clears throat> that there are similar kind of influences in the southern, you know, boogie rock right. of the early 70s and late 60s. So, you know, there, there's a very clear parallel in southern rock uh, between mm-hmm. them and other bands, you know, Johnny Van Zandt as well. I think the Outlaws, you know, are some of the kind of more rock yeah. southern bands. So, yeah, Molly Hatchet, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah, they, so I mean, they were the, they were the heaviest of the bunch, and uh, and that's why I like them. I mean, they did they were southern, but man, they rocked. They really did, and they're, they're very good. They did. So I, you know, I'm going to be picking up some albums. Um, you know, oh, it, I can tell you all what you want to get. Just let me know. All right, well, tell me which. What's the first album I should purchase from Blackfoot? And you got <laughs> it's got to be a studio album. No compilations or live. Uh, I'm going to be definitely picking up Marauder just because of the Def Leppard connection uh, from that tour. Yeah, well, Marauder's my, I think Marauder's my favorite. Uh, but the other two definitely to pick up in like a trio maybe uh, would be Strikes and uh, Tom Catton. Oh, Tom Catton. That, yeah, for that. Two. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Strikes had, Strikes had Train Train and, and uh, Highway Song on that one. 
Uh, plus, he did a couple, couple of covers, which I think they made their own on there, too. So uh, those, those three albums are a trio of just great Blackfoot albums. Cool. All right. So that, that's enough about Def Leppard. And uh, obviously, I, I hope to get the second edition done. No promises. You know, it, it's just a, a work in progress. I've turned it into more of a Kiss Alive Forever format because it got savaged. It was so disconnected with like song stories, tours, uh, and then pure history vignettes. People did not like it. So if I turn it in and reformat it, uh, give something else to my favorite fan to complain about me repackaging shit, but at least it'll be updated with the last 10 years of uh, tour history. All right. What else is going on in Kissland? I did mention the Rock and Pod Expo. Everyone and their dog is pontificating and sounding off about that with very few people who are doing the sounding off about it, having the actual facts around it. There's not a whole lot I want to say about it. I've made a couple of statements on the FAQ message board and on Facebook. Um, Vinny's decision is unfortunate um, that he's not going to be appearing at the expo is very disappointing to fans who i'm sure would love to have seen him uh the reasons for well you know what it was an unfortunate um rank title that was on the faq and i have to own that you know i i don't remember the details of how that came about or when it did but you know i'm the guy i am the kiss faq as i told vinnie's people you know it was an unfortunate and disrespectful rank title to have but you know in hindsight when we look back at him being absent from the public light and not to in any way try and justify it Mm -hmm. um you know it was easier you know to kind of laugh about when he wasn't in the public and making statements and trying to rebuild uh public visibility so again as i told him in an email it through his people as i posted on the board Vinny, you have my deepest apologies for something that was obviously very rude and disrespectful um, it's inexcusable and i do apologize it must have been hurtful for you as you've explained the situation with your dogs and how much they meant to you you know at the atlanta expo and whatnot but using that as an excuse uh, for someone else who had nothing whatsoever to do with it had no visibility into it probably didn't even know that it was auto-assigned at a certain post count um, Mm -hmm. is most unfortunate, and I don't think that serves anyone's interests. Um, You know, as for Vinny, what do I wish him? I wish him happiness and serenity. I said that in my email to him. That's all that matters. I think some of the things people are saying about Vinny as a result of this are disgusting, absolutely objectionable, unfortunate, irresponsible. Um, and those are the comments being directed towards Vinny. Any of the people who are sounding off on their podcasts have that right, and whether they're right or wrong, um, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder. I think Chris has done a wonderful job putting together last year's Rock and Pod Expo. He's doing a great job putting together this year's, and um, hopefully, I, I, I stand beside him and we'll get to shake his hand and, you know, say, holy shit, you know, you did it again in august this year and the, the the amount of guests who are signed up to come to the expo is absolutely staggering so unfortunately Vinny won't be there i hope whatever Vinny does uh that he's successful and happy and again that's all that matters to me is his uh well-being and uh that he's happy so you know don't blame taco bell for your food poisoning at mcdonald's you know it's it's just it it's a complete disconnect well what you know uh i i i I guess that there was that, it looked like a tirade, that that note from, I guess, either from Vinny or his representative. I don't know who wrote it, um, but it was it was pretty harsh um, towards Chris. Um, now, it was very uh, hard. It was very harsh. And a lot of it was factually wrong, you know. So, But again, yeah, exactly. he, he, he had every right to be pissed off and upset. But, you know, I had already emailed him well before that and say, hey, um, nothing to do with Chris. Don't use that as an excuse. Uh, here's what it's- happens. Yeah, and and I think it's just a little bit thin-skinned there. Um, now, on another note uh, regarding this, um, uh, another, as you know, uh, podcast had done a special thing around around this whole deal, and um, to me, it doesn't take almost an hour to explain that someone needs a contract, to, you know, needed a contract signed. Um, you don't need to explain that for a freaking hour. And then during that hour, you don't need to say the F word a bunch of, bunch of times about the, you know, the whole deal. Um, and it's pretty much, you know, attacking, kicking a guy when you're, when he's down is not good in my book. Um, 
you know, the, and the, when I say kicking a guy, kicking the promoter down, um, he's not a businessman like these other businessmen. And, you know, you, you got to just lay off. I, I think I'll lay off someone that's already is going to learn from maybe their mistakes. That's how that's how it all works. So, you know, just get off of it. And I hope it, I don't see um, recurring, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a recurring joke about this on their future episodes. Oh, because, they're, they're, they're because, totally, come because, on, they're willing. Well, because they did the same thing with the book thing, you know, like Ross, right? Um, that was came a, became a running joke for a long time. And, you know, they think Ross learned, Ross has learned, and he's going to have a great book, uh, which I'm looking forward to, you know, coming out. Uh, I know it'll come out and see the light of day. But, you know, don't kick these guys when they're down. That's just, you know, it's, it's wrong. And again, you don't need a freaking hour to explain. Yeah, you should have had a contract signed by Vinny. Um, you know, you know, stop. Just stop. I don't know. It just really, really bugged me. Yeah, none, none of us are lawyers, you know, and none of the. You know, and, <laughs> I'm not. I you know, know you know, and the guys on on three sides, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'll name them. Um, sure. I, I totally get where they're coming from on it, but they, they're not, you know, coming in their discussion from uh, a point where they have all the facts. Um, Michael is very, very – watch his marketing uh, podcast. Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, watch his marketing podcast. And if you're interested in any side of the business, you might actually learn something, and you'll see a different side of Mike and his experience base. So he does know what he's talking about. But again, he didn't have all the facts with the situation, and I don't want to speak for Chris. I don't have all the facts either, for that matter. I'm not intimately involved in that side Anything. of things. Um, I, I do know that Chris pulled the plug on Vinny, and not vice versa. Um, I also do know that uh, verbal contracts can be binding, as can electronic communications. Uh, but again, I am not a lawyer. It's not worth getting lawyers involved in, and I'm sure that's part of the reason Chris was didn't like the way it was going and you know you know, people have to listen to decibel geek and chris's take on it you know dr fuck had his take on it but again doesn't have all the facts entertainment shock value um a, a bit of a rant yeah you know it's it's all good we're, we're having a, a bit of, i don't think i'm ranting yet because again i've, I've made my kind of input and my part of this very clear and, and that's where my part stays it's like you know something that happened on the faq years ago i mean nearly so long ago it was in black and white um you know had a negative effect on a person who we profess to care about and that that simply is you know for for want of a better term tough shit it happens you know it, it wasn't malicious it wasn't intentful then he was out of the public eye completely was it does that justify it no again I, i've already said it so you know let's move on from that the rock and pot is happening chris is not down he is not out. He's not, you know, down on his luck. He's lost uh, a, a good guest um, who could have definitely brought some value. Well, not that the ticket sales suggested that uh, much value was being added. But, you know, I think there would have been a strong walk up. I think there would have been continued interest and probably rising interest as we got closer to August the 25th. But we'll never know now. It's, uh, you know, the, yeah. Vinny can go off and do the uh, events that he feels comfortable with as well. And that, again, is my final point on this. Whatever makes Vinny comfortable, whatever makes Vinny happy, where he feels secure, where he's satisfied with all the arrangements, I think it's probably a good learning experience for Vinny as well as he makes his way back into public life. The things that he needs to make sure his people cover for him, uh, things that are laid out immediately, he needs to protect his backside as well. And I, I don't think anyone wants him to get taken advantage of, not that, that there's, there was any of sure. that going on. So, you know, Vinny, learn from it. Chris is going to learn from it. I'm going to continue oh, learning yeah. from all the fuck-ups I make. You know, I, yeah. I make mistakes. I've screwed up. I've completely uh, screwed the pooch with projects, uh, as Tim will, you know, know. 
So I'm human. I make mistakes. We all do. It's how do we learn from them? How do we move on? How do we turn negatives into positives, if only for personal growth? And uh, that is what we call life. And this is a kid podcast, a kiss podcast. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> not. Kisses for kids. I need another sip of water. <laughs> now, this is a kiss, kiss podcast, you know, so uh, <laughs> let's move on from that rant. I think that's it for current affairs, um, except yeah. one thing. One last okay. thing, Paul Stanley, and his oh, yeah. and his little post of the Wicked Lester rehearsal reel. Paul, get that thing into an airtight <laughs> bag, get it to a studio, give it to an engineer who knows what the hell they're doing, get mm-hmm. it shaked, it baked, get it relubed, uh, get it absolutely <laughs> preserved. Don't play the damn thing. Do do not play it. Get it preserved. That, again, has always been my mantra when it came uh, to any of the rare shit that's come through my hands. Preserve, preserve, preserve. And then try and transfer it, only when it's safe to do so. Um, I would love to hear it. There was uh, I think oh, yeah. one song on there I never heard the title of. You know, Most of the other stuff, I think Paul and Gene had uh, talked about the Spaceman uh, song in Las Vegas, mm. which uh, you know was our last episode, essentially, the, that, that full uh las vegas experience so that that was you know i'd heard recently and then they played some of suitor but wow there's a very long lester tape real and of course yeah of course reels do have a side too for people who are wondering well it's a seven inch reel you can't flip the yes you do you can flip them around and run additional tracks on it and uh that's why it says side two on there so Wicked Lester box set. Let's get that going, guys. Let's get the original reel. Get the original recordings. Get the 76 remix, the 2001 remix, um, and the live rainbow tape. And uh, 250 bucks. Boom. Wicked Lester is monetized. There you go. What do you you, you Uh, think about that Lester stuff? I thought that's cool. Uh, um, uh, Hopefully... I don't know why he's, he seems to be digging through his stuff, Paul, because um, he's been showing other things, too. Um, but I think maybe I'm hoping it's for something like that. Yeah, a release um, or even a bigger thing. You, you know, you just focusing on Wicked Lester, but maybe it could be a bigger Kiss box set, finally. Oh, uh, something keep, in, keep, keep it separate. Well, okay. Yeah, you keep separate. That's fine. And maybe you go album by album. You start at Wicked Lester, then you go to the... You know, the first Kiss album, Hotter Than Hell, you have box sets for each of them. There you go. So I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, and, and what you know, going back to Def Leppard briefly, they just put mm. out a box set of their first, uh, what was it, their first four studio albums. Which version? Yeah. Did you get the CD? Yeah. I got the CD. I decided I, I'm only going to get, I already have the vinyl of the original, so if they, if they do a new separate release of high and drive on its own uh i'll get that on vinyl yep. but, uh, yeah i got the cd version so you know if kiss were to do similar universal you know package up the first three put on a couple of extra cds i mean def leppard included the rarity cd i was yeah. not i was not Live. i was not impressed with the rarities i i again, yeah they're I, okay i smell a def leppard box coming you know and they say that they have nothing, but they put the 79 single on there. Well, there were two more songs recorded at that session, which, in my view, should have been there. The 1980 radio show wasn't on there. But, you know, and they put all those freaking 1987 B-sides on again. So it, it wasn't as good as it could be, but I think they're finally getting there with Universal. Kiss could do the exact same thing. Once a quarter throughout 2019, first quarter put out the first three albums, second quarter put out the... You know, next three studios put out the solo albums as a box, vinyl option, CD option. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about the color vinyl. We've talked about originals, originals two reissues. You know, yeah. that, that kind of stuff as an LP only version would be very cool. Um, and and when you see the kind of lack of imagination from Universal with the Def Leppard release, yeah, I'm sure they could do similar with Kiss. Yeah, and and the Def Leppard. I mean, it says you know. It says volume one, so I'm thinking they're thinking there could be more volumes. And I know on the end of this, you know, they have like that, so it's 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 set up to to connect them together with the second one and to continue the the, the you know picture or whatever logo they're going to put on here. So there'll, there'll be four of them from that design. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See. 
So we got more to come, probably. Yep. So you know that that's that's very cool. Um, going, I, I guess you know we've got just a bunch of little topics to talk about today since it's just the two of us. You know, let's just go random into some of these that we kind of discuss. Should Kiss do a October release with Rhino? If their contract allows, well, your, your idea, what do you think? Yeah, I think they should do it. And especially since it's, uh, again, since it's 19, they already did the, uh, the release of, you know, well, Gene has done stuff with Rhino now. Uh, Universal had the destroyer, uh, you know, vinyl, which is very nice. Uh, and so come October, um, you know, if they can license it out through Universal or whatever, I don't know what the contract is, the state of the contract is right now with Kiss and Universal. But I would like to see, yeah, them to do colored vinyl in October, 40th anniversary of, it's around the same time, right, um, of the solo albums and, and get those on colored vinyl at that time. I'd yeah. love to see them do it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we, we talk about this, yeah, uh, you know, we, we kind of talk about the colored vinyl and the solo albums. It's the 40th anniversary of the solo albums this year. You know, let's print Perfect. up a, let's print up a couple million more to, uh, you know, have return shipments. <laughs> Two more million. No, it, no, it's totally yeah. time to do a Rocktober release, as you say. I think Rhino can do it uh, or Universal. Um, I, I think it's got to be the colored vinyl. You know, uh, just like reproducing Ecuador's maybe you know uh, el salvador el salvador thank you begins with an e and it's in central america so i was i was in the ballpark you're close i am not tom shannon i don't know vinyl as well as him so uh but you know package it up as a box remember that japanese box yes Yes. box so you've got your colored vinyl version and then you've got a reissue i'm gonna say reissue the japanese picture discs because they look so much better than the American ones and put them in a box as well. So you've got two box versions and then your, your Chucky is a LP reissue of the best of the solo albums. And oh, okay. if, if you're in the U S you get the American one, which has never been go. released. So it could be a whole new kind of track listing picked by the members of the band with on a inner dust sleeve song, you know, them writing about the songs and why they've included them in the box or the American version of best of the solos after 40 years, but have the, have the, have the design, you know, you know, so if you buy it in Australia, you get the Australian artwork. If you buy it in America, you get the, the European one since that was a, basically the, um, right. The import. If you buy it in France, well, no, Maybe not. That France cover is really good. But that's that's probably too complex. But best of the solos included with a uh, box set of them. Yeah, Rocktober. If they're going on Something. tour, if they're going on tour in January 2019, as Gene announced at uh, right in, at his Stockholm gig, well, maybe they should start celebrating Rocktober each one of those years that they're on tour and uh, you know, releasing stuff on a regular basis. It would make sense. I agree. All right, so that's your pick for a Rocktober release, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I do. I think yeah. that makes sense this year, uh, unless they want to do the 30th anniversary of Crazy Nights, and people are throwing, <laughs> don't throw stuff at your computers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, I, I, I would actually not mind. Okay, uh, what, what I'll else? I'll probably buy it, but I, I don't, you know. They should do other ones first. I know. It's it's 1988 now, so I guess it would technically have to be uh, the 30th anniversary of Smashes. Oh, shoot. You could do Psycho Circus, too. See? Oh. <laughs> so. Smashes, Thrashes, and Hit on Red Vinyl. Well, that might be good. That that Phantom release that was in discographies for so many years. I always bring that one up as well, but there you go. All right. Let's move on into, our, uh, into my topics here. Let's see books you'd like to see come out regarding kiss and i guess related figures what would be your top pick out of there and keep it to one for this quick uh, round table today Oof. one all right well i'm just gonna go with uh then maybe a, i'm gonna go with ooh, it's, that's not it's kind of hard but i'll just go with bruce kulik 
biography um, about all his 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 music history, which is before Kiss and and during Kiss. I love to hear, you know. Again, he may not stir any dirt up because that's the way you know he is. Um, <laughs> he's a good guy. So, but it would still be interesting, I think, especially when he talks about the music that when he recorded with Kiss. So, I guess Bruce Kulick would be one. Yeah, go on his website and read uh, some of the write-ups on Kiss albums oh, yeah. that he's done. He writes well. He, he writes as clearly as he talks. Listen to his most recent Q and A in Indy. You know, he's he's full of great stories, fun stories, and also he he tells them in such a way that they're they're, they're seldom negative, but they can have an edge. You know, so he, sure. he he's not afraid to you know say that he was a schmuck and that Gene and Paul taught him lots of stuff and you know he was being an idiot because um, he right. he always knows which side to have the idiot on not the Gene and Paul side of someone else's I would actually be very interested and in, you know it's it's a similar story to Bruce's and that's Eric's uh, history because he worked with so many bands yeah so many big bands as well you know and, and kind of juggling mm-hmm. working with alice working with kiss working with alice working with kiss um go back to his early days i think there could be some very good chapters on badlands and what happened there i'd love to see a good chapter on his work with the cult gary moore Lita, yes. and and obviously black Lita. sabbath but that period of black sabbath for him to really go in depth um about what he saw you know as, as a guy who moved out to California from Ohio, you know, ends up in that Olivia Newton John video, it, you know, <laughs> right. just having him write out those stories. Um, yeah, so I was talking about Eric Singer, and you know, I, I just think it's fascinating all the bands he's worked with, um, you know, through Brian May, just really interesting. Oh yeah, and and if he writes his book as long as he talks, it'll be in volumes. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I- I think, yeah, that would be a good book, too. I'd get that. All right, so we alluded to it. The 2019 World Tour. Mm-hmm. Stage. What What do you think they could do to uh, spice things up? Yeah, stage. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know either I, I want them to do something really big, which they say they're going to do something. You know, they always say it's going to be the biggest stage and tour of you know that they've done but uh you know i wouldn't mind them bringing back some kind of uh a live two kind of look maybe where they don't have to go down the stairs but they can take the other lifts that take them down you know um at their, at, at their age they don't need stairs they need escalators exactly exactly you see escalators instead of the stairs, and they're kind of standing there. And they're kind well, of have you ever seen when they go up on the platforms? They have something that's kind of like a Zimmer frame, but it, it yeah. curves around from oh, the back. Yeah. Now it's going to be a Zimmer frame from the front. You know, it's like to hold on. Little <laughs> tennis, locked in. tennis balls on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, so it's something, I don't know, something elaborate or, you know, maybe with more with do lasers and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the other thing I thought of, you know what? Well, maybe... They could do something, you know. They can do something a lot with screens these days, right? Um, with make, I know, I know, but the screens with uh, the backgrounds of prior stages, um, kind of thing. I don't know how they could do it. I mean, if you get the right guy or company to do that stuff and make it look cool, like it's real, or a 3D effect. Oh wait, <laughs> 3D has done been done, on, but it didn't, that didn't work. But 3D effect without having to use glasses, more or less. Um, even bring back the stages somehow. I know they can't tour with all different stages. They got to kind of focus on one stage, but if they use screens. They may be able to do something else there. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see something like, and even the, the Vegas stage, like you saw, you were there mm-hmm. at the stage. You saw the That's that's a cool thing, but maybe up at another level above that. Even uh, use some of that, but you know. That, that, that was surprisingly good, that uh, 2014 stage for the residency. But I want them to get away from the screens because mm-hmm. everything is becoming just so sterile with that fake fire in the background. Um, it's really gone away from what Kiss was kind of about in their classic, uh, you know, the classic era. The explosive powder, 
um, I can't remember what it's called, Leipzig or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've got one yeah. of their bills from the Destroyers or for that stuff. You know, that powder. I like to see them get back to a real stage, like the Destroyer stage. You know, build out a foam covering the AMs with platforms that they can stand up on. But to augment it and keep it modern, have that big screen behind them. So you've got, if you look at the Destroyer Tour and that stage, they had all these things that could fall apart. They had the big, you know, electric tower, stuff like that, again, in scale, to be grand, you know, to, to be something that's real on stage, not just uh, metal spiders and, you know, lighting <laughs> trusses, you know, for to put a drum kit on. Again, a real staging that is assembled and looks real that they can go up onto and stand as their platforms and then you have the whole screen behind them with like uh creatures look at the back cover of creatures of the night you know have the lightning during certain songs you know augmenting the lighting and the physical presence of the stage have real flash pots and real flames and all oh, that yeah. real stuff again rather than the fake fire on all those little screens that they have all over the place um you know, just bring it back to, and again, it, it's probably cost prohibitive, as most dreams are from, you know, yeah. coming from a point of dreams here and wishes. But again, I would just like it to see a stage that had a purpose. The Destroyer one had a purpose. The Creature mm-hmm. stage had a purpose. You know, even the Crazy Night stage had a purpose. And, you know, Hot in the Shade, True. again, the same. Revenge, you know, they had things, props, on that were part of it that told a story or had, you know, not always the right one when you've got something doing that to the audience, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, I, I would love for them to get creative. Paul, come on. Paul Stanley, very creative guy. Um, you know, I, I'd like to him to design a stage or, or maybe give rabbits a call. You know, if it's going to be their end of their tour, why not get the guy who did the first one to do the last? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the idea of the props. Yeah, like you said, the prop type stages, hot in the shade, uh, yeah, revenge, those kind of things were really cool um, seeing those live. Um, so maybe, yeah, they can come up with something else. I mean, <laughs> they can do a, they can do a Mount Kissmore, you know, kind of thing <laughs> for faces, but have it work. Have do something like you know, the gene will open its mouth, fire will come out of that, you know. Have uh, out of the star the the laser coming out of uh, Paul Stanley's eye, you know. Or go, the <laughs> or the tears are falling set. There you go. <laughs> with the dusty drapes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking the volcano, uh, the volcano, yeah. you know, uh, the jungle, the volcano. Oh, that one. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were talking about the video. No. I no. Thought, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be a bunch of drapes and these yeah, fluorescent shit. No. But, but, um, but here's the other thing that I think they should think about. Yeah, volcano. Stage. I like the volcano. They're monetizing everything these days. Stage played guitars, stage used mics, you know, sta- uh, backstage used toilet paper. Um, why not monetize the components of the staging? Remember Sam the Serpent or the two Panthers that were on the side of Peter's drums? You know, have mm-hmm. bits like that, which a fan can buy. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there there are some fans that would love to use a Sam the Serpent as a coat rack, or have the uh, Panthers or something similar to that on on their doorstep or in in their house or or in their in their kiss cave or whatever they have. Oh, yeah, but yeah. If, if they want to monetize stage played or stage use, have the component parts. You know, here's part of the wall structure that you know. Signed by the band, COA, you know, limited numbered, you know, that they could sell at the end of it. If this is the end sure. of the road, sell everything, the, the guitars, but also have a sort of stage that everyone who wants or can afford to can have a piece of. You know, like, go to, go, remember when they tear down stadiums, people go and steal chairs? Something oh, like yeah. That. Yeah. Or they knock down so, the Berlin Wall and everyone wanted a piece of the wall. Well, yeah, the have, rock. Have, yeah. have a piece of the final kiss stage. For just eight thousand nine hundred ninety-nine, and we'll bring it to you on the cruise. Oh God, yeah. Well, they could use part of it as an anchor. (laughs) 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 It'd be be the first cruise ship in the in the history of the world to require a garbage barge 
<laughs> attachment on the end for all that kiss crap to be stored yeah, while, while the rest of the uh no so so that's kind of what what i think get mark rabbits back because uh obviously he was there in 73 and uh you know if it, if it is the end bring it full circle and sell the shit out of it just to yep. annoy people as well because i know yeah. a lot of fans would love to have a piece of a stage you know i could see them going into bidding war you know and maybe kiss can sell it for charity and get the the tax write-offs for that so who knows well i uh, just one more thing i i know mark is not here but i know mark has said before he talked about this uh and the stage thing is is like the rush thing where they did they they had the the stage and they kept taking stuff off yep I think it kept stripping down and it's kind of going back in time kind of thing. Um, that'd be kind of cool too, you know, kind of strip it down to where it's just then the small little type stage they had at the beginning, but you know, go in reverse, but that, that's, that's that a little bit easier for a band like rush that didn't have as many albums as kiss does, you know, and, and as many stages, not as elaborate stages. Or oh, anything, yeah. I, I mean, imagine trying to do that with kiss and only, you'd only be able to do it with a screen and it looked like crap. There, there would be no yeah. way to go from alive to to destroyer to, mm-hmm. you know, dress to kill alive. just would not be feasible within the length of the show. Be so many right. so many intermissions they need kiss 2.0 right. 3.0 and 4.0 to help out with the show so that's imagine true imagine trying to do a costume change <laughs> or, or making gene do a makeup change to get his bat design right for the era that they i mean kiss fans would go pop you know if, if it was the wrong makeup style for that tour as well they'd be like Wait a minute, it doesn't fit with that. They'd be taking, they'd be taking photos and doing surveys and coming on the cesspool and complaining. <laughs> All right, next uh, okay. mini question that we've got here. Does Kiss Online, that's the official website if no one's ever heard of it, um, need a redesign to freshen the look and spark some new interest? How would you design it? All right, Ken, you're putting on your HTML. Oh, we don't do HTML anymore. Your web designer hat. Um well, what, what I, do they need? I do think it does need a redesign. It's pretty, it's been pretty stagnant for a while, um, and you know nothing goes on. I mean, most of it is just is just yeah, your your general new news. Maybe they show something that uh, is coming out, maybe as a product, but they have their you know store right up top, of course, because they want to sell stuff. But I would. I would redesign it, uh, maybe more multimedia on there of the history of Kiss, um, and even stuff that they put on Kissology. You know, it's always been out and it's on the web anyway. But you could put that stuff out. But I would also, I think it's still it's, they could do it, and it's time to put some live shows out there, either video that they have recorded in the past i know we've talked about this and or live audio downloads you know uh and sell them sell them and allow the the user either to download it or even if they want they can get it shipped to them with on us in the cd form uh, with a nice you know little cover or something um just allow the 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 fans to get some of the unreleased shows that maybe are not out there or, or hopefully better quality um even just do all the if they wanted they just do the reunion they recorded all the reunion shows they have all those somewhere <laughs> then people can go i, I saw them in this show well I, i'm gonna go buy i'll you know i'll buy that one um i don't know uh but i think it needs to be more uh, just a change you know refresh and refresh things on on the page that's all you know pages change over time and uh at websites and there's it's been kind of stagnant for a while yeah and i i understand why it became what it became because it basically became nothing more than window dressing for the store or to buy stuff or sure you know a little bit of news with a with a very minor blog very low maintenance very low fi um you know, yeah. compared to what it was when Mike did it, you know, remember, I've, I've sung his praises about what he did with Kiss Online and, you know, take out of the equation the message board. But he was going around mm. and he was posting thousands of photos 
he was posting content and i would like to see them do that again i'd like to see them go behind the paywall the paywall is acceptable in 2018 2019 Uh, new sites are doing it it has just become a way of life for the new reality on the internet i think they need to charge a membership fee but I think if they charge yeah, a membership maybe. fee, they have to guarantee that they're going to have content. Now, Get something for it. Now, can they provide that content that you alluded to? I think I, I would love it to be the case, but I don't know if it can be the case. Therefore, what I would do is I would get on a Skype like we're doing right now with, with Tommy every week. You know, one week, Tommy, here's some questions. We're just going to do the Kiss Online mm. podcast. You know, talk to Tommy about, you know, okay, well, here are some questions that the fans are, you know, five questions with Tommy. Just film them one week. Next week, talk to Eric. Next week, talk to Paul. Next week, talk to Doc. Next week, talk to some guy in the road crew, some, one of the guys who work with them in the warehouse. You know, questions from the fans, like Mike used to do with Paul Speaks, but do it with You're modern right. technology, just a video blog. And the only way you get in there and watch it is you pay nine ninety nine a month or whatever, you know, nineteen ninety nine a year, however they want to figure out what it's going to cost. Yeah. And then do it that way. Do special interviews yeah. when it is the anniversary of the release of Kiss on February the 8th, 18th, January the 26th, or whatever the fuck it really was that no one knows for certain. You know, do an interview with Paul and Gene, or Paul or Gene, or whatever, one of the two, or maybe even Ace or Peter, and. Put it up on the Kiss Online blog. You know, here's five minutes of Ace talking about the album. Or mm-hmm. just make it much more video and interactive. Yeah. You know, that people are submitting questions. And, uh, you know, you know, instead of Mike's thousands of photographs from the tour, you know, get, yeah. in, get in the pit at the beginning of each show. You, if you're going to Facebook Live from a concert, which Keith often does or someone does back there, you know, backstage as well, do it properly. Just do it with a video camera and put it up for people to pay to watch. You know, forget the message boards and all of that. That's just pointless in this day and age because it becomes just a battlefield for ego and trolls. And, you know, it, it does not work out like it did in 2003 or 1996 or KAOL in 1995. Uh, it's not the same. Yeah, it, it could be more like what you're saying. Um, and it could be part of a, a membership tier. You know, you have your regular membership, which allows you to, you know, the regular stuff and, and you know, pre-order tickets and stuff like that. But then if you pay a little more, you get a little more, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe there'd be like a army ranks, you know, some that kind of thing. An army rank of Ugh. this, you know. In, in the context the generals, of, of this week, ranks haven't worked out so well recently. Well, I know. Well, when it not comes like to websites. that rank, not that rank, but more like a general, you know, sergeant, whatever, lieutenant, something like that, private. Like they do, uh, like they do for people on the cruise. They give them ranks for how many years they've gone on the cruise. There you go, just like that. Yeah. You just pay a little more. You know, and engage fans to write up, uh, you know, articles. You know about kissing their life or kissing their town, but yeah. they, they have to be vetted and approved by you know Paul or mm. Gene. I'd say Paul would be a better one to get to approve those because he's going to be I think harder to get a article by unless he likes it. Um, you, you know, so again, give give people a certain amount of investment in the site. Get you know Kurt and Jeff and Ken Sharp and some of the other folks. You know Tim to do articles for the site. Um, you know, or, you know, long form interviews, but put it behind the paywall so that it's monetized, but give it purpose and exclusivity, exclusivity. Uh, I can't speak anymore. I give up, um, you know, yeah. make, make it special because all the free content that you generate, if you look back to the kiss FAQ and our 1978 solo feature and all the work that Tim put into that for blah response, because it was free. Once it was put into a book, it was like, oh, this is fantastic. But when it was freely available online, meh, Jeff Glixman, uh, first ever interview, uh, don't care. You know, that sort of content on an official KISS website, I think, would make that website so much more interesting. And then every single page, every single video, you're gonna, you've got to click through to buy something. 
whether it's on Amazon with a you know a payback or whether it's you know I don't, I don't want to go on Teespring for Kiss Online you know because they probably got merchant merch arrangements with Epic rights right. and you know but there could be so much more merch options you know for the official stuff that could, could just be really cool uh, and again it's, yeah. it's you know from looking at it from you know the ground floor is is not the same as when you get to the penthouse office and the number crunchers everything that we've talked about has a cost associated with it streaming video you have storage to t- talk about you've got streaming oh, sure you've, you've got all of that to discuss you've got rights yeah. copyrights trademarks uh the whole shebang uh, <laughs> publishing shit so you know there's a lot more complexity than just saying well i would like but that is what i would like i would like to see a kiss online that's vibrant that uh, is the elder door. Once you get in there and the light brightens, you're like, yay, video. Oh, what's Paul talking about this week? Oh, Paul's cooking Brussels sprouts. Hey, you know what? It's content. I think that would be cool. If Paul wants to take you inside his art studio while he paints something and tell you about his art, I think that look into Paul may interest some people, may not interest Mm -hmm. others. But again, it can be a smorgasbord. You know, Gene can take you. Well, maybe Gene shouldn't take you uh, anywhere. But, you know, come on. Gene putting on his makeup with a camera running right next to him. Think back to Cream 74, you know, when they had the uh, the magazines of them getting their, like, cucumbers on their eyes at the beauty salon. That sort of stuff. That could all be fun yeah. again. No, that would be great. I think, yeah, there's a lot of things that can be done. And uh, hopefully they do, you know, do something, change some things. And maybe for their, you know, their final... Or maybe before the tour even kicks off, you know, change it right around the beginning. That's a good time to do it. Maybe it's kind of get some interest uh, in in the new site and the new tour and, you know, get people to come out and check it out. Maybe buy tickets even. Yeah. If they know something's changed, they might look at it. You know, that stuff I was uh, talking about at the beginning of the show, the Burns Media, was talking about the, mm. the value of using contests. You're not using contests to get new listeners. Well, it's the same on podcasts, or it could be the same on uh, on a redesigned or reinvigorated Kiss Online. Contests to keep people. If you're charging people either a yearly membership or a monthly membership for a light version, you know, have contests. You know, they can win. Gene, write out, write out a handwritten copy of uh, Christine 16 or Deuce. You know, Paul, write out yeah. Love Gun. You know, the lyrics, and you know, those could be prizes. You know, on yeah, good. stuff, stuff like that. Yes, the downside is it takes a little bit of effort on the band's part, and that probably is the biggest reason why it won't happen mm. because they're busy people. They they have lives, they have families, they have other interests outside of Kiss and keeping us happy. Now, if it could be turned into a major revenue spinner, I'm sure the view would would be different uh but you know sure what, what's it take to get paul out of bed to draw a picture or paint a picture pardon me you know um <laughs> I, I i don't know financially but it's got to be worth his while if he's going to do it um sure s- same with gene it's got to be worthwhile so can they structure a membership package can they work with partner with universal you know imagine an exclusive 45 you join up and remember the beatles christmas eps you know, the yeah, oh, yeah. Stuff like that. You know, anything. Again, if you're recording new stuff or, you know, you give Gene and Paul a guitar and they rehearse for a little bit before mm-hmm. recording, you know, an acoustic version of one of those Lester songs, they could go into a studio and do a banter session. Studio quality banter with acoustics and one full song, you know, put it out once a year, but only if you're a member of. Mm-hmm. And then the excess stock can go to Kiss Army Warehouse. You know, it, there you go. You know, yeah. th- there are just so many ideas, but again, it's all down to feasibility. So I don't know. I, want, I agree. I want it. All right. Um, the the last quickie question we've got on okay. our little list on this topic roulette is: uh, Should Kiss do a vault? Mm. Um, or can they even do so with Gene having released his demos already? Now, both of us uh, did the vault, so what do you think? Yeah, well, according to Gene, he's got a ton more songs, right? Uh, so I think Kiss ought to do something um, at some point. I know, you know we've talked about it. We've even talked about the Wicked Lester thing at the beginning here. 
um, and possibly doing other things. But yeah, I'd like them to do some kind of, and it doesn't have to be called the vault, of course, that's been used now. Um, something else. Um, and they've done the road case kind of thing for the albums. Uh, I don't know what you'd call it, but uh, expensive. That's what you probably end up it, calling it. I'd call it. Yeah, Fair. it's going to be expensive, whatever it is, and and hopefully it's going to come with again uh, a lot more background of the music or or the recordings of the music or when how it was recorded. Um, boy, I, you know. I would like to see more demos again. Paul Stanley, of course, his are pretty much finished. As he's always said, he's pretty much realized and not changed much when they, you know, turned it into a kiss song. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking he has them. I'm thinking he has them. He's kept them. He's kept that wicked Lester thing that long. He's got it. He must have kept other things. And, oh, come on. Think also the uh, Love Gun teaching demo. He had yeah. he, he had something like that still available. Paul's, the Kiss, Paul's the Kiss got stuff. shirt. That Kiss uh, yeah. t-shirt, right? With the, yeah, uh, that he showed too. So yeah, uh, I think they can do it. I think Paul, Gene still has enough, you know, he, he's recorded so many different versions of the songs. Um, I'm thinking there's enough there to do that. Um, and put it out uh, again. I don't know if you do it in vault form, or again, or in box sets for each album, um, kind of thing. That that's exactly yes. the way I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to say no. I don't want to see Kiss do a vault. Um, I think if nothing else, the Rhino Vault, while I think it's a fabulous success and I love it to pieces, I I, I think it it. It just doesn't work on the level that it leaves too many people outside of the experience. Um, I'm not going all egalitarian or social or communist or social or whatever the hell you want to call it on, on you, because I do think I've just talked about exclusivity being an important thing and desirability being an important thing that sometimes that thing that you can't have is a wonderful thing, um, even if you can't have it. So I would like to see more of a pay as you go approach to um, a kiss vault that you go album mm. by album that each album is in you know like the led zeppelin or pink floyd experience yeah uh, what was the pink floyd one called that that series that they did it was called like the immersion or or something like that whatever but it was one disc is the original album and then there's multiple supporting discs that are either live material from that album's tour or work tapes from the album's creation um think of what jimmy page keeps doing with the leg zeppelin catalog other than milking it for every last drop of <laughs> what it's right. worth but what they did on the last series of reissues with the the additional discs you know, they came out with stuff that was on there, and uh, Tristan, whatever, Tristan's sword, or, you know, again, some of the unreleased things that did crop up, even if there were only one or two throughout that whole um, series of reissues. And again, I, I just don't have that on the, the tip of my tongue to say what they were. But I think, okay, you start with January, Kiss. It comes out. It's multiple CDs. How are they filled up? Well, what do they have in the vault? I don't know. What would I like to right. see on there? I know what I'd like to see on there. You know, there's DVDs, the stuff that was, uh, you know, Mike Douglas. It was all licensed. It was all all on Kissology. Well, repackage it up. Expand that just for the mm -hmm. one release. So you've got a DVD with it, or you know, maybe even upscale it to Blu-ray. As pointless as, as that would be for much of the source material. Yeah. Have it. There must be additional takes. I know there's additional bell sounds uh, demos, you know, get that on there. Yeah. There's soundboards from 74 for God's sakes. You know, mm -hmm. what what did they have or can they get a hold of? Well, I'm sure if the the money's right, I'm sure Kurt can help them out and probably has some interesting stuff concerning what he more than likely contributed to the Kiss movie. Um that never happened. So, you know, month yeah, by month, hotter than hell, you know, dress to kill. We've talked about the alive box over and over and over. I think the, you, know, you have to start and have a plan for at least the, the the core part of the catalog. So through alive too. So 
we know that there are recording multiple recordings of shows rock and roll over rock and roll party in in japan from earlier that mm-hmm. year for mm-hmm. alive too you've got the la yep. dates you've got we know that there are sound checks recorded so get all of that packaged up you're good through alive too for sure um double platinum doesn't need to be dealt with no nope. um the solos we've talked about so go sequentially so it all fits like that nice little Def Leppard box that you just uh, exactly. have a big ass Kiss Rhinestone logo that's made as you create the whole damn thing. Your, there you go. <laughs> I like that. That's a good so, idea. So don't do a fault because each one of these can be expensive. They could be a hundred bucks. They so, make more money off so of the single. Pe- people can pieces. buy them incrementally. People can assemble that two thousand dollar vault in installments yeah. uh, with a little and, bit more, uh, with a little bit less pain than having to you know shell out two thousand bucks or more in one go plus travel now i understand why gene did it that way but you know we live in a country that people can barely afford a 500 hundred dollar out-of-pocket expense in today's society and and that you can shout fake news if you want but it's actually fact that you know trying to get someone to have two thousand dollars disposable just not going to work 100 bucks 150 you know there you go each one of those yeah, each one of those comes with a book. Um, you know, like, you know, you have the vault book or, or whatever. Each one can come with a book about the music, about the gu- the, the guitars that they used for that album and, and, and that sort of stuff, too. The background of things. You can print the lyrics if you have them still on paper in those books, in the book. Um, yeah, there's a lot they can do. Now, here, here's something that I think with the book. Now, the book needs to be high quality. But it needs to be a mm-hmm. book. Now, if you've seen Roger Bernard's amazing Kiss books, the legendary black books, um, like Coin Collector oh, yeah. albums, yeah. they are proper hardbound exteriors, right. so the shells, and they have metal, metal posts through the middle that with screws on the outside. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you do a beautiful, very high-quality, leather-bound exterior with the metal posts and with each one of these albums as you buy it either have a coupon in it that they send off and then kiss sends you the pages to go in your book and you assemble your book as you buy each installment so <laughs> yeah uh, that's interesting that's a, and, and it goes into the into the book you get your screwdriver out with it each month and put in your you know your 20 30 pages or collection. however many pages yeah. it could end up being like history in terms of its size, but you're not paying for it all. In, again, you're not paying for it all in one go. So, right. You know, it, Kiss would give you a digital version that you could just look at, like a PDF on, on play off one of the discs. But if you wanted the physical, well, maybe you have to buy that separately. You know. Yeah. Again, it's monetizing every aspect of the experience. So you get that two thousand or three thousand or whatever, how many thousand it would cost as a vault for Kiss. Mm-hmm. spread out and maybe maybe they'll learn something from the rhino experience maybe the rhino experience is a fantastic success and that's just how it's going to be you know that when kiss does one it is 2500 or even 3000 and maybe it doesn't have a, an experience attached to it and that you just show up for a kiss party to receive your kiss vault and they've got a kiss dj right. and a kiss tribute band and maybe some costumes or you know it's like the convention tour without the convention uh, you just basically <laughs> right assembly line and you hang out with some fellow you know so kiss sheep fans, yeah. for a day and listen to some music drink some kiss brand beer and watch uh, <laughs> the official licensed kiss tribute band for that that event i mean again it, it's kind of endless it may seem a little silly but uh come on we're kiss fans we we, we actually dream about this shit all year long i know <laughs> i know i know there's so much thick that can be done. But, and I, uh, I and I totally didn't do any preparation for this for this conversation. So this is oh, all no, I know. this is all up sure, there. It's, so it's uh, over. I mean, it's because it's things that we'd we'd love to see them, you know, put together as product. Um, but it just it, it it just hasn't happened yet, and uh, we have to hope it's going to happen one day. All right. So I, I think I think that's enough daydreaming for one day. Um, let's let's call it a wrap there. I, I do just want to put one ad in at the end. FAQ. If you still want a copy of this, I'm taking orders until Monday morning, and then the print order's going in. I don't want to turn this into a full time um, 
endeavor and i'm not listing it mass market on amazon i, I just don't want to do that with the vault i want it to still be a little bit special if you want the vault supplement i'm still taking orders until monday the 11th um and again thank you to everyone who has already purchased one and those five lucky people will be, i'll be shipping some more today so that's it for today that was just a bunch of little topics uh quick fire with ken ken thank you for being available lonnie i'll thank see you. you tomorrow mark Hope your album's going well, and we'll see you again soon. So for now, from Ken and myself, thank you for watching. We'll see you where we see you. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.